Hello, and welcome back to SAS Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 136. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Mary. March Madness continues. Uh, you know, we're, we're still, still alive, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I decided to add some more furniture to my apartment this week. Uh, you oh, know. yeah. So that, that, that is basically the big, the big event of the week. Uh, I got a drum roll kitchen table. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so previously I had been eating basically either at my desk or at my coffee table. And I figured you don't you know, want to spill on your new couch. Yeah. And I cannot, I'm not getting anything on this beautiful couch of mine, which basically <laughs> prompted me to take reason from you <laughs> thank you, to, you thank you for giving that, me credit yeah because you're the one that was just searching for him and i was like eh, eh, eh. oh that looks okay and you're like oh well i've already filled out the zip code <laughs> so now you know how much shipping will cost which by the way it costs quite a bit which is interesting from ikea but anyway so it was, it was like a little ikea table um, what's neat about it is it can be extended a little bit. So from a, so it's very square, like, but you can make it turn into a rectangle, right. And just add more space for people. Yeah. It just, it's a drop, like a drop table and it like the side folds up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really nice. It, it only took in. us three and a half hours to build. It took us about, let's say an hour and 15 minutes to build the two chairs and the rest of the time to build the table. <laughs> yes. And I have to say my hand is a little sore from screwing in all those bolts <laughs> yeah but it was well worth it it's kind of like a weird design and so at the very end we thought we did something wrong because something wasn't lining up and then you know brian starts unscrewing this part and then i go to the bathroom and then i'm just like yell from the bathroom I'm like wait stop i figured it out <laughs> yeah, don't need to unscrew is, it all yeah i guess this is where you get all your great ideas mary the, the i bathroom. guess so i don't know i just was like <laughs> Stop, stop unscrewing them. We've already spent so much time on this. Yeah. Uh, undo the work know, that know, we've done correctly. Exactly. And it's never good to unscrew anything that you've screwed into wood anyways. Then Especially you know, in like Ikea furniture. Yeah, exactly. So you saved the day, Mary. Uh, yes. And the kitchen table or dining table, I should say. Dining table looks so beautiful. I had breakfast and lunch on it. <laughs> wow. So very- I don't even very... have a table in my apartment. I use my, I have a kitchen counter. So I just have stools. Yeah, so. that's a little bar table. Bar yeah. table, yeah. But yeah, so that was that was my big, big weekly event other than watching Gonzaga succeed. Basketball. <laughs> exactly. How about you, Mary? How's your week? Well, besides basketball, which we'll talk about in a bit, well, I hung out with uh, my parents and we watched the game on Saturday and that was fun. And then um, on Sunday, I got to hang out with Braden a bit and we made some coasters. And so, yeah, it was really fun. Good oh, weekend. that's fun. And that's it's like the also coasters getting, that you have, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's getting, I mean, sometimes it's getting nicer. Some days it's pouring rain, but mm -hmm. overall, I mean, right now it's sunny, but Sunday it was pouring rain most of the time. Yeah, yeah, we haven't hit sixty degrees yet, but we're we're getting there. We're fifty five. We're it's it's trending in the right direction. Mm -hmm. That just makes me so happy. <laughs> and also, today's my parents' thirty first wedding anniversary, so that's exciting too. Happy anniversary! <laughs> yes, thirty one years on March thirty first. It's their golden anniversary. Wow. Yeah, but that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Gonzaga basketball. Okay, I have to say. They have not been giving us as much of a scare as, you know, other years in the tournament where it's actually close games. I have to say so many games have been close 
but not ours. Really. Yeah, there's been upsets all over the place, but so far, and hope we've benefited some some of it because the teams we played against were uh, the teams that upset other teams. Like for instance, um, uh, we played against USC most recently, and they went went in ahead and upset uh, Kansas for us. Uh, That's the, true in the second round. But, you know, they they played really well, so it's not like we were playing against bad teams. Well, I wanted to start off with a few stats. Uh, mm-hmm. Gonzaga has set a, an NCAA record with the fifth straight 30-win season. Um, that happened yesterday with the USC game. They won their 30th game of the season um, for the fifth year in a row. This is all the, also their sixth straight Elite Eight um, and their second Final Four in school history, last one being in 2017. Yep. And then this is the first time in NCAA history that the Final Four has no teams east of the Mississippi River. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That, that is true. So Houston, it, Baylor, UCLA, and Gonzaga. So, you know, all those East Coast schools that think that they're like the best basketball schools, where are they? Yeah. They barely even made it to the tournament this year. So. Exactly. <laughs> the West is the best, <laughs> mm-hmm. at least at least for uh, the time being. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go into what you guys may or may not have seen because I'm pretty sure I was aware of every single game that was going on. <laughs> Obviously I didn't watch them all because some of them, you know, it overlapped with work, but you know, I, I was constantly like eyeballing the score of pretty much everything. So I'm going to go over just some of the upsets that occurred in the sweet 16 and the lead eight. We're now into the final four. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll go into both of Gonzaga's games. So, for the Sweet 16, uh, one of the surprise uh, surprise teams that is doing really well is USC, and they are the sixth seed overall. And they they upset Kansas in the round previously, and then they beat Oregon handily, uh, you know, by over 15 points um, or 14 points, I should say. That's how much they won by. But they were winning by like 20 points the entire time. Um, so that was. So they're the team that we went on to play against. Um, there was UCLA. UCLA has been pretty much the story, other than Gonzaga, of this tournament. They came in as the one of the first four seeds in. Uh, so, teams and in. they're also the only fifth 11th seed in NCAA history to make it to the Final Four. Yeah, that, that's yeah. So props to them. So if they were to actually win the whole thing, which they won't, because they're playing against us next time, <laughs> uh, they would be the first team. I, I'd have to say that they'd be the first team to have to win seven games in a row to win the tournament, because every oh, yeah. team has to win six games, except for the teams that you know were the first four in. So that's something to keep an eye on. But yeah, so they they're the 11 seed. They upset the two seed Alabama uh, by 10 points. Pretty pretty comfortable victory. And then yesterday they just uh beat michigan and that was a nail biter but you know they pulled it off the 11th seed beat the one seed so props to them they deserve all the respect that they get um these are pretty big upsets uh so those are the two main upsets but there was one more almost upset there's oral roberts and they had oh yeah they had been upsetting their way up to the sweet 16 until they came against arkansas and basically they were down by two points and they had one shot left. Right. And it was like a back and forth game the entire time. And they got their star player, the ball, and he shot a three, which would have given them the lead, but unfortunately it hit the rim and it didn't go in. So that would have been a crazy upset, but no, Arkansas advanced. Well, 
How about last night's game, uh, UCLA versus Michigan? That was yeah, yeah, that's true. Michigan, too. yeah, Michigan had like three chances to take the lead, and they they missed on the last on the last play. But uh, no, they ended up losing by two points. So, wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, shout out to Oregon State as well. Um, both Oregon schools did pretty well in this tournament. Um, they went on to they beat Loyola Chicago, which is uh, basically another one of those. Uh, Jesuit school, right, Mary? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Loyola has been, has a pretty good track record, but Oregon state, uh, they were the 12th seed and they made their, made it all the way to the elite eight. Um, unfortunately they lost to Houston in the elite eight. Um, so those are the upsets that, that are worth noting. And now let's get into Gonzaga specific. Oh, but um, wait, did you wanted to talk about how you read the article that Oregon state, so they lost um, what on Sunday night, and the NCAA kicked them out of their hotel. Yeah, in the morning, like 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Yeah, like they, they couldn't even, they, they, you know, their game get... was on Sunday night and they couldn't even stay overnight in their hotel. Yeah, they couldn't even sleep and then wake up in the morning and take a bus or take a, you know, like a plane, a plane. back to uh, Oregon. Mm-hmm. So they got the NCAA, back to NCAA is at really 4 a.m. getting, <laughs> is, they're not doing a good job for their own PR, no. I have to say. Like, I mean, they did upgrade the women's, uh, like weight room it looked like but still it was yeah that was a really bad backlash yeah Uh, so much backlash from like celebrities and professional athletes and everyone was like like, what the heck is this (laughs) yeah i mean why are we not treating the men's and women's athletes the same it just doesn't make any sense but now we're going to go into the gonzaga news um the first game so we talked about the first two games last week so our third game third round was against creighton Mm -hmm. and we ended up winning 83 to 65 so, like I said, we've been killing every other team. Like most other games, I'd have to say, like ninety-five percent of all the other games are much closer. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And Drew Timmy has been having like a really good, uh, you know, like tournament run. He scored twenty-two points, and he was ten for fourteen from the field, like field goals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a really high percentage of shots that you know he's only missing four when he takes 14 shots that's that's really good and efficient um and Gonzaga shot 60 percent from the field and 37 percent from three-point range so that's that's like really really good and you know once again they handily had the lead was not was not worried at all you know sometimes you know they they make you worry but uh Gonzaga Creighton was a five seed so you know we were getting closer and closer to you know potentially playing teams with better seed ranking but that was not even an issue um, yeah yeah What's... in the first half the score was 33 to 43 and the second half was Gonzaga and then the second half was 32 to 40 Gonzaga so we outscored them both halves um which is not as true on in the next game but I'll get into that in a minute but mm-hmm. yeah Timmy's been having an excellent whole tournament run Corey Kispert has been having a good run too like okay it's still really good in this game. He scored 12 points, which is still impressive, but it's not up to par of what he has scored in other games. And so people have been saying he's not, you know, his shots are just not dropping as much. Right. He's he's still doing better than average, but that's, I know exactly. It's like when you say, Oh, it's not that good when he's still scoring like 12 points, that's saying something because, Mm -hmm. uh, and he also has been really instrumental in getting the ball to other players to, and to make plays, which has right. been nice to see all that teamwork. Um, because we've been able to get ahead in all of these games so far ahead, we've actually been able to have like all 
like basically the whole bench get to play a few minutes, which is pretty cool to see. Um, Ben Gregg, who we mentioned, he has, we mentioned him before. He actually started the school year in high school and he transferred to Gonzaga. He graduated Mm -hmm. early from high school and started playing on the team. And he actually got to play one minute in this game and one minute in the next game. Um, Omar Ballo played two minutes. Dominic Harris played two minutes. Julian Strother, like they've all been able to play at least a few minutes. It was just so cool for like a freshman or sophomore um, to say they're playing, not only just playing on the number one team in the nation, an undefeated team, but also in the NCAA tournament because we've been able to get so far ahead to be able to be able to get, you know, let Drew Timmy or Corey Kisper, Jalen Suggs out for the last one or two minutes. That's pretty cool. It's not like a nail biter. Yeah, it is pretty cool because especially like if you're a really good freshman, you get playing time, right? But mm-hmm. these are, you know, like our bench players and they're still getting playing time. So everyone is getting to play in the NCAA tournament, which is really cool. So cool. And then last night we played the USC Trojans and we won 85 to 66. Again, one by 19 points, which is we're in the fourth round of the tournament now and we haven't really had a close game. I, I mean, yeah. some game like I, normally you get pretty stressed out during March Madness and like other games I've been watching and they're really close and we have not, I've had to worry about it that much, which has been crazy. But one thing I wanted to note about this game is we outscored them by 19 points in the first half. So Mm -hmm. they scored 30, we scored 49, but in the second half, both teams scored 36 points. So if we had not gotten that lead in the first half, then, you know, we were pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Yeah. The second half, they definitely, you know, stepped it up. And I think we, we took our foot off the gas a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was, it was well, like, we said, put all of our starters in for, you know, the last <laughs> game, or all of our, our bench players. Oh, that's true. That's minutes. true. But, but it's like you said, you know, the first half we forced a bunch of turnovers and we just had like a huge lead at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember texting him like, wow, we're doing great. <laughs> I know. I was texting <laughs> like, my I don't cousin. Have to worry at all. <laughs> I was texting my cousin, Nate, who went to USC and it was just like, wow, like, Sorry, I thought this was every all the whole media was saying that this was going to be a better game. Like it should be pretty evenly matched, pretty close. But I was like, oh, I mean, and it's hard to catch up from 20 points. And at one point, it was Drew Timmy had scored more than the entire USC team. It was he had scored 13 points, and USC had only scored eight points. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so he was outscoring USC single-handedly. Um, Drew Timmy ended up with 23 points, um, mm-hmm. and even Jalen Suggs ended up with 18 points and had eight assists, which is – and 10 rebounds. Yeah, so he almost, he almost got had a triple-double. Triple yeah, that's crazy good. And Kispert did very well this game. You know, yeah. I wasn't really following, like, him sh- shooting well, but he managed to get – 18 points and you know I don't care 18 points is very good no matter what your shooting percentage is so overall we scored um 50 of our field goals mm-hmm. 33.3 percent three-pointers and 70.6 percent for our free throws yeah that's that's really good that's a very well-rounded team right there um so now basically what we have to look forward to the next game would be UCLA and they have been upsetting everyone but this is this is where their ups, upset streak ends. <laughs> so, so the game is on at, at five thirty four, or I just say five thirty mm-hmm. on Saturday night, and then following that game is Baylor versus Houston. Right, and the winners will advance to the championship game, which will be, I believe, on Monday. Monday at six p.m. Yep, and 
I'm very proud of Gonzaga right now. One thing to note is, you know, you know how you said like all of our games have been relatively strong. Yeah. Or like big wins. Like I was taking a look at this and like our, our side of the bracket has been like so many upsets on our half compared to Baylor's half. So like we, the highest seed team we've had to play against so far would be Creighton, which was the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to play against the 11th seed. And obviously but again, every team, the seeds don't, seeds don't really matter much. that much because these are the winners. Um, mm-hmm. Baylor is going to be playing against the two seed Houston. So I just hope that we, you know, stay focused and don't, you know, relax a little bit because we might be playing against easier teams. I don't think we will. I mean, we, our team wants this so badly. I mean, every team wants it so badly and every past Gonzaga teams wanted it so badly too but I don't know there's just something different about this year yeah we're very focused you know the the players constantly say how they're they 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 know that they're undefeated but they don't really think about it that much and they just focus on the next game the announcers also said that as they were heading into the locker room at halftime when we're up by 19 points uh, Mark Few ran into the locker room with a smile on his face um, which oh, means two things <laughs> I, that doesn't happen very often, but also that means his mask was not. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, they showed John Stockton in the crowd and he, I was like, Oh, well, John Stockton's not smiling. And then I was like, wait a second. He doesn't even have a mask on at all. Like what, what's going on. Um, but I mean, it's pretty cool that Mark few is, you know, happy heading into the, uh, locker room after the first half. And, in an interview after the game, he said, you know, Zags know how to celebrate. He said that they were just going to celebrate um, last night and then they'll get to work today because he just wanted them to take a minute to actually celebrate the accomplishments because he was like, what's life if you're not going to celebrate getting this far? Yeah, um, it's good to, you know, take a step back for a second and, uh, and appreciate what you've accomplished so far. And so and this then, is the second time it's ever soon. happened in school history, so... Got to celebrate. Second time in four years, we are on a roll. Yeah. Before we move on to our last segment, though, I wanted to quickly shout out our SAS stories and sarcasm bracket, as it is right now after right. the fourth <laughs> fourth round is over. Currently, Aunt Betty Lou is killing with eight hundred points, followed by my mom, who has six hundred seventy points. Then Nick, who has six hundred thirty. Um, then Aunt Franny, who has six hundred twenty. Then you, Brian, 610. Emily, 610. Me, 600. Uh, my dad, 520. Elise, 520. Um, Hannah, 450. And my coworker, Michelle, 440. So I'm pretty right. sure Aunt Betty Lou's going to win. Um, yeah, there's only so many games left. <laughs> she actually has um, three out of the four teams left in her bracket. The only one that she got wrong was um, she had Michigan instead of UCLA. And that was an extremely close game. Yeah, so she potentially could have had all four teams wow. in the final four. If we figured out who our basketball wizard is. No. <laughs> I would just somewhere in the middle, just average. Just yeah. Nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the American Heart Association recommends 150 active minutes each week to help with heart health? What if you could earn rewards just for being healthy? That's where Paceline comes in. Paceline is a free app that gives you rewards for exercising 150 minutes per week. Keep up a weekly streak and get even more rewards. Every week of your streak, the rewards vary. You can choose from gift cards from Amazon, Starbucks, Target, and more to discounts for products or services 
and even donations to charitable organizations. Join me on Paceline. To get started, download the free Paceline app, connect it to your activity tracker, and use our referral code SSSPOD to start earning rewards just for being healthy. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash sspodcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Now, our last segment is Mustache Madness. So Drew Timmy came into the tournament with a handlebar mustache, and he's been taking the world by storm. Obviously, he's been playing extremely well, too, which has brought a lot of attention to him. Mm -hmm. He hasn't, I mean, overall, he wasn't super well-known, probably. Um, He said he was recruited by nearly 30 schools, so he was well-known. But, like, overall, a lot of people hadn't watched him play this year because a lot of people, you know, who aren't Gonzaga fans uh, have been watching all the games. So I just wanted to uh, talk about, first of all, what his mom said about his mustache. Um, We noted last week on the episode that um, he went into an interview and the reporter was like, I talked to your mom earlier and she said that you're going to shave your mustache. And he was like, oh, that's news to me. (laughs) And, um, you know, then there was an article in the spokesman review this week that she said that he started growing out his trying out different facial hair starting when he was about 16. She said that the styles vary, but the objective remained the same. If it didn't elicit a concerned reaction from his mom, it wasn't good enough. Um, he always, he always told her that he was going to be going to school with these, you know, wacky facial hair, wacky hairstyles, but he never actually did. Um, she said, it's kind of fun. Drew's such a silly kid and he loves funny little quirky things. I'm not surprised he found something, but I would not have guessed it would have been with his facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I don't know what, what I'd do if, you know, I had a kid that grew out a handlebar mustache, <laughs> uh, but I'd be proud of him. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> playing so well. Son. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to go over some of the headlines about Drew Timmy's mustache from various different um, blogs and websites um, mm-hmm. Drew Timmy has cemented himself as a March Madness legend with his dominant scoring and epic celebrations. It's okay. So that one's not much about the mustache, but his mustache celebration where he, you know, wipes his mustache and points, points his to the sky. In the air. Yeah. <laughs> and then Drew Timmy's mustache has helped spotlight his dynamic play. So, you know, I guess that's the reason why people are watching him. Mm-hmm. Mustache catches their eye. Drew Timmy's mom reverses course wears custom earrings of sun, mustache and all. So like I said, she wasn't, she's not too keen on the mustache, but she was seen at the game um, this week wearing earrings that included, that had a picture of him and he had the mustache on. So, you know, she'll support her son, but maybe next week when the tournament's over, maybe he'll shave it for her. I don't know. Let's hope. Um, Gonzaga's, (laughs) Gonzaga's Drew Timmy breaks the internet with his incredible facial hair. Gonzaga's Drew Timmy keeps playing, rocking an elaborate mustache in March Madness. 
Drew Timmy and his mustache prepare to face USC's front line, talking trash with a stash. Gonzaga's Drew Timmy shines with new facial hair in series against <laughs> um, Gonzaga's Drew Timmy may have beaten the rest of these guys for the best stash ever. And then what's better than a Drew D- Timmy dunk? The mustache celebration. True. So basically, <laughs> most headlines that involve Drew Timmy involve his mustache. Um, I mean, Gonzaga is always known for having some weird hairstyles, and there's been lots of weird hairstyles overall in this tournament. But it's pretty funny that he's uh, gotten a lot of attention. Yeah, I, would I follow not have... him on Instagram, and like, there's so many people. <laughs> he just re he posts a bunch of things when people tag him in their stories about his mustache. <laughs> yeah. I, I would not have, you know, at the beginning of this tournament thought that one of the big headlines would have been a Gonzaga players <laughs> mustache, you know, mustache. <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. So again, the next game is against UCLA on Saturday at five thirty PM. Um, so be sure to watch that. And then if we win, it'll be the championship game on Monday. So excited. This is such a great time to be a Zag. It's unfortunate we can't all, you know, gather together watch to watch party, the game. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to do this. We'll make it through and we'll celebrate together some other time. Exactly. <laughs> but I hope everyone has a good rest of your week and go Zags. Yep. Bye, guys. Go Zags. <laughs>